Your gut is the one thing that can really help you out of a potentially negative situation or help you into a potentially positive situation. And that's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Wonderful Life, how to trust your gut. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't want to be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing how it feels when you've made peace with being single. I know there are lots of women out there who will say, you know, I don't want a man, I'm happy single, but I'm not one of them. I've always wanted to be married and have a family, but I'm well over 40 and that hasn't happened for me. And for a long time, that was really a source of sadness for me because part of my definition of a fulfilled life includes being a wife and a mother. But I got to the point where I said, look, the singleness isn't changing and it may not change. And I just want to enjoy my life. I just want to be happy. And that's what wonderful life is about. It's not about getting you to a place where you don't want a man, because I want a man. And it's not about getting you to a place where you just resign and give up and say, well, I guess I'm going to be alone forever. I guess I'll just deal with it. Mm -mm. Wonderful life is about helping you create a life that you are happy with and you're content with. Because that happiness and contentment is what will attract your Mr. Right, but if he never shows up, girl, you're happy anyway. The TV show Scandal that was on for several years starring Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington played Olivia Pope, who was the lead character, and one of the things that Olivia always said was, "My, I trust my gut because it's always right. And when her character started to really get into trouble, it was usually because she had stopped listening to her gut. Now, everyone has intuition, okay? Men have it, women have it. The thing with women is that frequently we can access our intuition more quickly, but the problem is that women are much more likely to talk ourselves out of what we're feeling in our intuition because we think we're being mean. So a lot of times, if a man meets someone and he, he might just say, like, I don't like him. I don't know, I just don't like him. And you might ask me, well, why? I don't know. I just don't like him. But a woman, if we meet someone and we're like, I just don't like that person, then we're like, oh, what's wrong with me? There's a line in the movie, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and it's something along the lines of people are more worried about offending a stranger than they are about their own safety. And that is true. A lot of times as women, we won't say no or we won't run. We won't get out of a situation where we, we have a bad feeling because we think like, well, you know, I'm probably just being paranoid. I don't want to seem like I'm being disrespectful or I don't trust that person. But the truth is your gut is giving you signals that are designed to help you and protect you. Now, in a, in a spiritual realm, a lot of times people say, well, that's your higher self or that's the Holy Spirit guiding you. But even if you don't want to listen to any of the spiritual part of it, we could also make the argument that your, you know, your brain is always receiving information, whether or not you're consciously aware of it. Have you ever had something happen where later on that night or the next day you're like, wait a minute, did they say such and such? Wait a minute, did I kind of see that? 
out of the corner of my eye, wait a minute, I remember such and such that I saw or heard. We could make the argument that that's your brain receiving information and that gut feeling that you're getting is a higher brain function trying to communicate to you like, hey, there's something here you're not paying attention to. One time I was doing some marketing consulting work for a client and we were working with a partner business in town. This partner business is owned by a very successful, very reputable businesswoman. Uh, everyone knows her. I know her. I like her. I respect her very much. She's an above board, honest person, very high profile. She runs a very successful business and she wanted to start a magazine that would help her clients in town. And as part of this internal magazine that she would produce, she was going to some partners in town and asking them to purchase advertising. So my client, we wanted to advertise in this magazine. My client's policy was if we're ever going to advertise in a magazine, we want the best placement we can get, which is usually the back cover. And that's usually the most expensive. So when this businesswoman called and said, would you be interested? We said, only if we can get the back cover. She said, we can do that. So now we already know it's going to be more money. So anyway, she hired an agency to come in, you know, that they specialized in like magazines and newsletters, which is very common. I've worked with these agencies before because if you're not a publication company, that's not your core competency. So it wouldn't make sense for her to try to figure out how to produce a magazine because that wasn't her jam. So she was smart to go out and find a company that this is what they do. They produce corporate magazines and corporate newsletters. The guy who was the representative, the owner of the magazine company, he came in to call on me. I was the marketing contact for my client. I'm meeting with him and I'm just gonna tell you the whole entire meeting, it was like, I just felt like I was being such a witch. I just felt like, I don't know, it's like I went from a great mood to a terrible mood. And so I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm in my body feeling like, what? you know, gosh, what's wrong with me? Why am I being like this? And I just had a really negative attitude about this meeting and about him, but nothing was happening. Okay, he didn't say or do anything that I could point to to say, well, he offended me or I didn't like this, nothing. Okay, his materials were all there, it all made sense. We were going to get what we wanted. Okay, so there was nothing for me to point to to say, there's a red flag here but I just had a bad feeling about it. After he left my office, I sat there and I really beat myself up. I was like, oh, what's wrong with me? Why am I like this? You know, I need to get it together. I have a bad attitude. Why am I gotta be such a witch about it? So we continued to work on the project and a few months later, my contract ended. So I left, but I happened to be at the client's office and I ran into the marketing manager and I said, hey, listen, could I get a copy of that magazine ad for my portfolio since I'm the one who worked on it and designed it and all that? And she got this weird look on her face and she went, well, I said, oh, you know, did y'all change the, the ad? I mean, it's cool, whatever. And she said, no. Uh, turns out the guy was a huge fraud and he absconded with our money, the businesswoman's money, everybody's money and he's gone and he's in the wind and nobody can find him. And I was like, I was right. <laughs> and I knew it, like I knew there was something wrong, but I didn't trust myself. Now, if I would have spoken up at the time, 
let's say I would have gone to the CEO of my client company and if I would have said, you know what, I don't like this guy, I don't have a good feeling about it, I don't think we should do this. The CEO probably would have said, okay, why, what happened? And if I would have said, nothing happened, I just don't like it, I don't have a good feeling. It's very possible that he probably would have said, okay, well, you don't, okay, whatever, fine, I'll put someone else on it and you don't need to work on it. Maybe he would have even fired me on the spot. But at least then I could have said, like I told you, this wasn't a good deal. Or he might have said, you know what, Mary, that's good enough for me. And if you don't like it, we're not going to do it. You don't need to give me any more of a reason. And I would have saved them thousands of dollars. And what I have learned is that especially when you don't have a logical reason why something doesn't feel right, you need to listen to it. That's even more important. And when I look back on my past relationships where I got red flags and I just thought, oh, I'm being picky, oh, I'm being judgmental, oh, I'm focusing on the wrong things, that's how you end up being a red flag collector. Now, you do have to be aware of, is this a case of, like, I just don't like this person's personality or is it a case where you just are really tuned in like, mm -mm, something about this isn't right. I don't feel peaceful about it. I don't feel okay about this. And you've got to learn to trust that. Are you gonna be wrong sometimes? Yeah. But let's say for example, you're in the grocery store parking lot and someone walks up to you and you don't know this person and you just get a weird vibe. Like, I, I, don't, I don't like this. Okay. And maybe, maybe the person even says, hey man, do you have some change? And maybe you're just like, I, I don't like this. Like it's not the typical someone just saying like, hey, do you have some change, can you help me out? But you get that feeling of like, oh, I don't like this, it feels bad, it feels creepy. Okay, let's say that you give in to that temptation of, well, I don't wanna be like that, I don't wanna be, okay? And you do that and you're wrong. And this person pushes you into your car, okay? That, that's bad. Let's say person comes up to you, you get a bad feeling, and you're like, uh, no, and you, like, you just jump in your car, lock the doors, and like drive away, and you feel like I was really rude and, and unkind. Okay, and let's say you're wrong. Okay, you're wrong, and that person didn't mean you any harm, but what's the worst case scenario there? You have some stranger that you don't even know who's, who's gonna be like, wow, she's really crazy. That's fine. I don't mind if you think I'm a crazy psycho because I'm alive to tell the story. And that's an extreme example. Let's say you go on a first date with a guy and you get a bad feeling. You're like, I don't even know, but there's something off here. And he says, he calls you and he says, hey, we should go out again. And you say, you know what? I, I really, I'm not interested. I don't want to. But what if I'm making a mistake? And what if he's my soulmate? Okay, well, if he's your soulmate, you wouldn't have had that really bad feeling on that first date, I promise you. So. If you're wrong and he really is your soulmate, you won't be able to shake him that easy. Well, unless he's a stalker. But you'll know then because you'll really have a bad feeling. So I'm just saying, you gotta learn how to trust your gut. We have intuition to help us. And I'll tell you that every single time that I did not follow my intuition, I ended up with a lot of trouble and frequently a broken heart. And then that takes a lot of time to get over.
In fact, if you're struggling with a broken heart, you might want to take a look at our ABCs of Healing. It's a free video where I show you how to get over heartbreak so that you can move on and start enjoying your life again. And you can get that at bit.ly forward slash ABCs of Healing. It's totally free. You'll have it immediately. Wonderful Life is a dialogue, not a monologue. And I want to hear from you. What do you think? Do you follow your gut? Put that in the comments and let us know. You can always connect with us at wonderfullife.com. We post a new blog there every Friday. You may want to join our newsletter list. We have some really cute merchandise you might want to take a look at. And thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time right here on Wonderful Life.